from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. Washington State may be outlawing deep fake pornography. I hate to do this topic, but it's a thing I think we have to talk about. The Census Bureau is considering how to ask uh, people about their gender identity. Don't worry, they'll tell you. Championship parade likely to change in wake of the shooting at the Chief Soup. Can you believe that it was kids? You want to start with this one, Spike? Yeah. Kids, sure. right? I mean, it looks like, I mean, the two people who were captured, I mean, these are juveniles, right? Yeah, and they they did bring charges today, which is, I, I thought it took them quite a while to bring charges against these two minors in this case. Well, I was, so was kind of surprised. Been, it's only been, it's been 48 hours. 36, be, maybe, yeah. tops, right? Well, I, I, yeah, I guess. But, but it shows me they were doing their due diligence sure, in the investigation sure. in these because probably they were minors. But to your point, the fact that it takes... Nothing to resort to firearms to settle a dispute, even even as a juvenile. Yeah, you know there, there was a dust up, and we kind of speculated this the day the, the news was coming in fast and furious. Mm-hmm. Speculated that it was probably just a, an altercation between groups at a large event of nearly a, almost a million people. Right, and it it resulted in gunfire. Well, I think that this just goes to show how important moms and dads are, and I think that the other part of this is I've been thinking a lot about when I have kids. What I want to do with my kids okay. in, in the in kind of the wake of all the things that I keep reading about how violent crime is is uh, cr- contrary to popular belief. It's actually trickling down in age. It, it is. It so is. So violent crime back in the day, we look at people like Whit- Charles Whitmore or whatever it is. People tended to commit violent crime between the ages of of twenty five to forty five. Just looking at this crime statistics over the last fifty years in the oh, United right, States. Right. Right. And that has actually been trending down, so it's lower and lower and lower. Where now you're looking at kids as young as the age of 10 committing violent crime with guns at a, at a mass scale. So I was thinking about, well, when I have kids, what am I going to do with my kids, right? Because I, I look at other people in my life, and they talk about their relationship that they have with their children. And sometimes it sounds contentious. It sounds disconnected. It sounds like it's it's not really the, the way that they want it to be. Right. And I thought, I'll probably be one of these hippy-dippy granola, I'm keeping my kids home or homeschooling my kids kind of dad. I think that I I think that I've get a can I get a home tutor probably. I'm gonna be that weird dad that hangs out with other homeschool mom and dads who with that we go to play dates so the kids <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I mean? The kids yeah, know no, I, I hear you. I, I know the type very because well. This is my thought about it. And I'm not judging anybody that puts their kids in public schools. And I'm not judging anybody who puts their kid in date. No, there's no judgment whatsoever for sure. me. But my my personal preference is I want to download as much of me into my child as I possibly can. Right. I want them to do things and have confidence and be in a, in a learning environment which is conducive to them individually. Well, kids learn by example, and you want that example to be you. Right. So I want them to be highly irritable, prone to fits of rage. <laughs> no, uh, come on, man. <laughs> okay. I want, Those, them, yeah. I want them to have a mouth like a sailor. And I want you them to met be my dad. Then yeah. want them to be vaguely misogynistic during pre-show meetings. This the traditionals, what, what the, you're the, the good yeah. traditional. Yeah, yeah. But it's, there is no God. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what I want my little kids to say. But I mean that in the sense of I don't want to be absent from my child's life for a third of the day. I just don't. I don't want the only quality time I have to download my good vibes into my child to be only a couple hours in the morning and a couple hours afterwards. I want to be able to show my kid so that, you know, you ever notice this this trend that happens with kids where you read about it in literature all the time where you have a well-behaved child Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they go start going to school for the first time. They come back with all these weird new habits. Sure. Right. Yeah. 
children mirror the behavior of, of the people that they see around them. Yes. And then when you put them in a circumstance where there are around 20 to 30 other children with a teacher who might be lucky enough to have a teacher's assistant. Right. What kind of behavior are they going to pick up, right? Everything that's, that washes over them from every side. All sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's not enough grounded guidance and example at home. Yeah. Your point, right? I was reading primary sources from uh, people who went to school in the 1910s, 1920s, 1930s. I was reading mm-hmm. a book about the... Uh, did they mention me by name? They did. Okay. <laughs> no, I was reading a book about people who grew up during the Great Depression. Okay. And one of the things that I, I was a hole in my knowledge about this is that often schools were multi-generational, all in the same classroom. Okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, had, yeah. Because the communities were so small. Yeah, you didn't have them segregated by grade even. Right. So you'd have the, the five people who were 16 who were about to graduate because that's how old people were back in the day when they graduated. It was like 16 years right. old. And then you had like the eight people who were 15. And then you had like the seven people who were 12. And it went all the way down the line. And the interesting thing about people talking about that is although there was only two or three teachers in the classroom, the behavior standards were entirely different than what we have today, largely because of corporal punishment, but also yeah, that's, but, yeah, exactly. but also because the older students would break away and they would engage in the lesson plans with the younger students. Right. So basic arithmetic they in order to reinforce the lessons that they had learned at that age then they would go back and they would teach the younger kids with their charcoal pens and their ink quills and whatnot right that was good for people mm-hmm. not the corporal punishment but the kids interacting with kids of different age groups now we don't do that anymore well yeah the older children would pass down the appropriate behavior right to the youngers and they would all right. move through the system with this example this participating example in the classroom on a daily basis. Right, or even the goal of someday I'm going to be the 15-year-old in class who gets to teach the 5-year-old about reading and writing. And right, right, and there was some pride in that too. But it was also that was also a time when parents sided with the teacher Ah, when yes. your kids screwed up. Parents yeah, didn't yeah, come yeah. to class and yell at the teacher for, for, <laughs> for disciplining their child. Right, 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 My right. kid failed a test. What's wrong with you, teacher? Right. Yeah. That, that was more of an accountability to both parents and teacher in those ages. Yeah, so the, the more I think about it, the more I read about juvenile crime, the more I think to myself, I'm going to be downloading my good vibes into my kids so that they grow up to be more like me. Well, and- the story said that the Super Bowl celebration in Kansas City, which turned tragic, that there's going to be a change to how these celebrations take place. Yeah, I'm. I don't really. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, we change every. That doesn't make any difference to me. I'd rather talk about deep, deep fakes. No, I, I hear. I, okay, like, fair enough. Because I just asked, what kind of changes could you possibly make? Yeah, it's not a you lot. Eight hundred uniformed officers on yeah, site. You got eight hundred cops there. Right. It, it's not really any changes you could make in anything. It has to be parents wanting to have more investment into their own children. I, I would agree, but I would also point out the fact that Missouri has one of the most lax gun laws in America. They have uh, put laws on the books to allow open carry of long rifles without any kind of certification or training. And that may be a part of this discussion in the future. Very based. Speaking of lax laws, Washington state lawmakers are weighing whether to make it illegal to share deep fake pornographic images uh, using artificial intelligence. Basically, this comes from uh, what happened to Taylor Swift. So uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this, Spike, is because Spike O'Neill was 100% correct about this. 100% when he said deep fakes aren't going to matter. Mm-hmm. Until it happens to someone like T Swift. T Swift. T Swift. We didn't get control of tickets, ticket prices for concerts until right. some legislator's grandkid couldn't get to see Swift, right? Because tickets were fifteen hundred bucks. So they started talking about legislation to collect ticket prices. What do you think about Laura? You just- I was just gonna say we have a saying in my family. Uh, instead of "I told you so," you were right, Spike. And what's more, 
we were, were wrong. wrong. We were, you know wrong. What, we're wrong. We're all we thought, learning. We thought it couldn't be done. We thought it would have to happen to a man. I think that's what Jack and I said. <laughs> right, right. We're all learning together, guys. So I appreciate your acknowledgement. The consequence would be a gross misdemeanor to share digitally altered photos that appear to depict an, an, an identifiable person nude, partially nude, or engaged in sexual activity without that person's consent. I do not look at pornographic images. Right. I know this might come as a shock to some people, but I don't. Being single and wealthy. You'd Being think single and wealthy, you, yeah. you would imagine I'd spend all my free time, sure. am I right? Or am I, but that, I don't. That tends to be the far too often the norm. Because I think that that's, I think it's, one, it's wrong. I think mm-hmm. it's gross. And I think it's bad for our minds to do that. I don't think it's healthy to do that because it's basically like, uh, you know, it's like I could fill my refrigerator with all kinds of healthy food mm-hmm. and then have a snack drawer all the way down at the bottom. It's got Snickers. It's got Reese's Pieces. It's got Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It's got Reese's Fast Breaks in it. It's Do you just, have a sponsorship with Reese's? I don't know I, I'm that. just a big fan of Reese's. Great. I'm just a, when I was heavily addicted to heroin, Reese's, that was, that was Reese's Peanut Butter was basically gotcha. my, my saving grace. So, uh, but imagine that you can open that refrigerator and you can have kale or kimchi or delicious eggs or whatever. But every time you open it, you take you open the snack drawer, right? Mm-hmm. After a while, that's going to be your default when you go to the fridge, right? Yeah. And this is what people do with pornography. Mm. They, I think that people develop a really unhealthy relationship, parasocial relationships and parasocial attachments to people who are what we consider to be aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. or, or acts that we consider to be erogenous or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, I don't yeah. think it's good for the mind. No, I, think I don't think that you know yeah. you want to know why in Victorian days why women wore, you know, the the, the long sleeves and the the dresses that went all the way down to the bottom. Sure. Getting, getting to know you, yeah. getting to know oh, you know why they used to do that? The king and I, Yule Brenner, you what? don't know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking you remember about. Remember the dress that she was wearing all, sure, they were all to the floor. Right. They were all Okay, the reason time they, was when a, a sight of a sight of stocking was looked at as something shocking, but heaven knows anything goes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I know. I can pull out a grandpa reference for you. Okay, so the reason that they did that is because when you got married and your wife had to pull up her sleeves to do the laundry, all of a sudden you were like, oh, man, look at those wrists. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Look at the way she's stirring that cookie mix. I can't get enough of that. That, You'd go to the beach at Alki in the, in the 1910s. Yeah. There was a, a, an officer with a ruler measuring the swim swimwear of ladies to make sure that not uh, not too much leg was showing. Right, and I I'll say this: that is the opposite side of unhealthy. Yes. But the, but there is a lesson to be learned there, wherein you know, like when when I have interactions with women. They are much healthier because my mind is not thinking about other women or other circumstances. That it, it, it's it's a it's a, a place of stasis, if you will, homeostasis. Yeah, okay. Where like me now, you know, if I see a girl's clavicle, I'm like, oh my god, look at that, look at that oh, yeah. super sternal notch. That is a healthy bone. <laughs> I don't structure. know what that is, and I don't want to. You got the super sternal is that little, you know. So Spike, you know how I'm so muscular that I got the V in my neck. Yeah, I've noticed. This <laughs> quite attractive. <laughs> this is the super sternal okay. notch. That little. Oh, okay. That little where your rib cage hooks in right there. He says what I'm saying is that those are the kinds of things that used to turn people on. And now it has to be like, I don't know, 30 dudes and 30 ladies Ouch. all Ooh. naked with feet and whatnot. It's gross. And so, so let, yeah. me, let me ask about, a, about AI uh, porn. Yeah, sorry. I got to hit the word. Weird track. Um, is that more 
Is that more a, a preventative measure against like revenge porn? Yeah, I think specifically. So. I think so. Because well, you know, AI is you're putting celebrities into positions or putting well, rec- like I said yeah. recognizable people. Right. I mean, because there's enough straight on people earning a living OnlyFans. Yeah. Out there to pe- whatever crazy fetish you have happy. If you're making fakes, deep fakes, using recognizable imagery, that that seems to me they're trying to put legislation in place to protect uh, public figures from revenge or you yeah. know, defamation. Uh, well, I'll give you an example. One of the reasons that, because I've now, I'm now almost two weeks free and clear of Twitter, right? I love Tomorrow you, buddy. I'm so proud of you. two whole weeks. We're going to our TNA meetings on a regular basis, <laughs> right? We're going to our Twitter, non-users and anonymous yeah. meetings on a regular basis. And uh, keep coming back. It works. It works. So one of, the, at- one of the things I saw was somebody made a bunch of AI image. This is right around when the images of Taylor Swift were coming out, where right. she was basically being gang assaulted at the Chiefs stadium. This is a, it's a, not a joke, by the way, just so no, people I, know I that was that. all over Twitter. Was ta- And I think you saw one of them, right? I did, yes. Horrific. It was images of Taylor Swift being assaulted heavily at the Chiefs stadium by hundreds of people. And I, someone had jumped on that bandwagon, and they started to do it to people like Emma Watson, or they had started to do it to people like, um, who's that singer, Olivia Rodrigo? Oh, the children. And, These are children. Right. Well, it, Emma Watson's now an adult, but I right, get your point. Right, but you get what I'm saying. They started yeah. doing it to like Billie Eilish and things of the like. And what was so grotesque about it is that it does seem so incredibly invasive. Someone could make the argument to me, well, if that's just art. That's just a version of art. But there's something that the hyper-realism of it that kind of spills over into it being a real blatant... I wouldn't want someone to do that to my kids. Oh, I... I would go ballistic, right? Right. right. So I think that that's... I'm fine with this, particularly because there's this law in the United States. It's called the Miller Law. That is when people do renditions of children in the nude. That is a that's a violation of the law. The federal oh wow, level, I right? didn't know that. So um, this now makes it in the state that if somebody depicts minors, that person could be charged, which I think is even better because that gives prosecutors more leeway to go after people who make this kind of material. Right. So I'm all in favor of it. The Census Bureau is considering asking people about their gender identity. I can't believe it. We're going to be up to our elbows in they them's. People have their opinions about this. I don't necessarily think that this is important, but I also understand uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't know a non-binary person. Okay. I'm up to my eyelids in non-binaries, right? Because I'm from Santa Cruz, California, Mm -hmm. and basically every other person you meet introduces themselves as, my name is Ashton, I'm a they, then. And so you go, okay. And so uh, for me, it's not weird, it's not awkward, but I understand how other people might have a hard time accepting someone's non-binary identity or the way that they choose to express themselves. I suppose I'm too woke for some people. But once you meet once you meet a bunch of they thems it becomes a non issue. Come to dinner at my house, you've been exposed. Right. You notice it's you notice that my uh, my uh, good friend did not say a single did not say a single got picked up on all the pronouns immediately. Right? Uh, absolutely. I really appreciated that. <laughs> right. Because, so, and that's res- it's not just woke. Right. It's respectful. Well, the, I, I think I take it as a sign of respect. That for, for not not for me, but for the for the guests at my house who I got, were I got, friend, I got a friend of mine, older guy, refuses to engage in the gender theory nonsense. In the alphabet wars? He hates it. Okay. He can't stand it. And so he's coming to me, and he and I are sitting around, we're drinking coffee, and he's complaining, 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 complaining. He's d- downloading into me because I'm a media personality, and he thinks that I care about his opinions. And so, yeah, so he's just throwing all these opinions at me. And I go, you know, man, you ever think about just using their first name? You're, you're just, the light bulb goes off. And all of a sudden, he, all that energy went out, and he goes, 
oh, I think I will do that. And I was like, yeah, dude, you can just skip. You don't even have to play the game if you don't want That's to. Right. You can just use their first name interchangeably in a sentence. So instead of he went to the store or they went to the store, you can say Ashton went to the store and Ashton. It's a very simple thing. English is a beautiful language. But the Census Bureau, you know, I don't see why this is necessarily important. Can I, don't, can, can I yeah, tell you why, yeah, why that, I think that it's that important? That was going to be my question to you. What is, what, is the, what is the onus of doing the census? Why do, why do we take census every 10 it's years? It's so that Big Pharma knows how many people have got the 5G demon switch. <laughs> well, you're such a dinhead. Um, it's, it's so that our government can know who's in the country and better use the services provided adequately for each individual group. So they know how to right? initiate population control with the 5G towers. Uh, you're further down the tracks than I am. Okay. So uh, they say, I think the latest Gallup poll said 7% of Americans identify as members of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Some, and of those 7%, 25% of those are people 18 to 24, which means that a younger generation feels more open to exploring who they are and who they identify. Right? There's, there's an, a trend toward more of these type of Americans. Mm-hmm. And the sense needs to know who they are. So they can allocate resources, whether it be for therapy I or for whatever see. services. Make sure that the money we all pay in taxes is fairly and equally distributed to those who deserve government assistance and representation. I see. Okay. Well, that makes sense to me. I'm just still... It's it, not just that the guy at your door wants to know who you're doing. <laughs> which I, and, I've, and I've seen it already. Why do you care? <laughs> well, we really don't care, but thanks for thinking it's all about you. Right. Yet again. All right. We'll take a really quick break when we get back. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, we had this story that we didn't get to yesterday, but there was this, this school where a bunch of people were bullying this person who was on their team. Right. right. And Football I, team. I, I was talking about how I can't talk about my high school bully for very important reasons. Right. And we need to talk about bullying, but I can't talk about it. But I will talk about it when we, we get can back. Can we be careful? Right. We can be careful. Okay. We can be careful. subscribe to our YouTube channel recently. We have a YouTube channel called The Jack and Spike Show. It's on YouTube. It's separate from the Cairo Radio YouTube channel. We do digital exclusive content there and then we also post the segments that we like from the show there. So if you miss the show, you can see some of them and you don't want to listen to the podcast all the way through. We take the best segments that we like that we think were hilarious and we put them up there. The Jack and Spike Show. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe and I shall delete all of the comments that I don't like. So... A bunch of teammates are being accused of putting peanuts in an allergic student's locker. The school district says it wasn't bullying. It was bullying. They're wrong. I think we can all agree on that. Okay, moving on. Moving on. So I had a (laughs) high school bully that I was tortured by for years. This person came to my high school. I was a freshman in high school. You were? I was. Okay. And he comes in halfway through the school year. It's my freshman year. What do I know about it? He comes in halfway through his junior year and proceeds to torture me. For the next 18 months, evil torture that I described to you and Laura. I described it in great detail. This person was the devil at my school. So much so that an own member of my family had to go and ask him to stop bullying me. And he did. But only after a year and a half of bullying. And here's the thing. I would love to say this person's name. But I cannot. Because they are the son of a very famous person. And so there's a little bit of a he said, she said here, even though it was a dude. And so a little bit of the old he said, he said. So I can't mention any names. I want to mention names. I want to call this person out. This person is rich. This person is beloved. And I need to let the people know, but I can't. 
So, so you went you went to one of those schools with lots of celebrity kids. A lot, that- a lot of celebrity kids. Wow. So, like the president of RCA Records, kid. Uh, I went famous to- musicians, actors, famous type musicians. Kids. Uh, we're talking household name. Wow, uh, we're talking about beloved, people- beloved American icon. Beloved, we're talking about people that if I mentioned, you know, we're talking about John Voight level of celebrity here. We're but, talk- you, but we're not talking about Angelina Jolie. Did not. No, we're not talking about Angelina okay, Jolie. Let's make sure so for legal knows. purposes. Did not you were not harassed <laughs> harassed right. by Angelina Jolie? So, did, did you, let me ask you this because I, I I didn't go to one of those schools. I, mm-hmm. we, I grew up in a blue collar neighborhood in Baltimore. Can I throw out one more thing? Really yeah, quick? yeah, yeah. The the actor that was my bully's father is one of my favorite actors. Oh, stop, stop, stop. He has, come, too, he has get... come out he, with some of the greatest movies ever made. Okay, okay. Was okay. this guy? It was his son. This is a beloved wow. individual, right? And I can't say anything about Who's it. Who's accomplished a lot on his own. He's his own. He's he's achieved his own Still star status. Still to this day. Wow. Still to this day. So so you went to school with the privileged children of the accomplished. Is that fair to say? Most certainly. Did you find that those children of privilege, entitlement, mm-hmm. were more prone to be to be bullies than just your average kid in the um, halls? Um. Because I know, oh, I know man. kids. I I grew up in the seventies. I went to high school in the in the eighties. Yeah, and bullying was still commonplace. I was bullied as a freshman. I cared and well, and bullied as as an upperclassman. Yeah, okay, so the school district that I went to was interesting because it's geographically very large, and so okay. what you had was a bunch of kids on the coast who were very very wealthy, and mom and dad had a lot of money. And then you had kids who lived out in the rural area who were very, very poor. Okay, and, and they were thrown in the same and school. They all went to the same school. This is like a pretty in pink moment, right? right exactly. Exactly. Guy, guy waiting at the curb with a sports car and a jack with the sleeves rolled up. <laughs> so, right? you, so this is what you would see: the, the parking lot at my high school was basically like a used car lot in Beverly Hills, where a bunch <laughs> wow. of drug addicts came to sell their like '84 Toyota Corolla. Do right. you know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. there was like a couple of buckets out there, and then the, the rest of the cars are brand new Mercedes, brand new Audi, brand no new kidding. Beamers, the whole nine, right? So, in, and the the amount of money that was in that school is still staggering to this day. But the the bullying is that public school, by the way, public school. Wow. And but the thing that was interesting about my bully in particular is that, and why I can't talk about it. What I think is so weird about it is is I'm not sure if there's any legal ramifications to it, right? Right. But it could easily be one of these things. Was oh, I didn't do that, and then I would be basically re-traumatizing myself because I would be like, yes, you did, dude. Plus, then, this guy's probably got a team of legal ter- lawyers, right? I don't, I don't even know the legal. You might legal, get a letter right. and from would, somebody saying I you're would, defaming. I, right, defaming, taking right, away from. Right. And I would love to let the world. But I'm sure he's a changed man now. I'm sure that if I met the guy, he would be like, who are you? It would, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. But I'm not gonna, I'm not sure that this guy would immediately start bullying me again. Or he'd push you into a locker. <laughs> push me, so again. This guy did the thing to me for, for years where he would come up behind me. It was like Jaws. You know what I mean? Where it was like. I mean, are, are you like walking quicker down the hallway knowing that right. it's coming kind of moment? Andrew, can we get the Jaws theme really quick? Can we can you throw this on really quick? Because this is important to the story. Because basically I was like a victim for multiple days a week for this guy. So picture a young underclassman, Jack Stein. And I was a, a small can, can we get kid. a can we height and weight maybe? A I was target? probably, when I was a freshman in high school, I was probably about 5'1". Oh, wow. I was a small, late bloomer was I. Okay. And I was probably about 
90 to 100 pounds. I was a very small kid. The disparity of growth in adolescent males is is unbelievable. We had, right. we had a high school team come through, a high school class right. come through last week, and you, so, had, you had guys with full beards against kids who right. barely cracked a pubic. And what would happen was that I'd be walking down the halls and minding my own business on my way to Mrs. So-and-so's history mm-hmm, class, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I would just be... Ah, listening to my little mini disc player. This is before MP3s. Gotcha. And I'd be minding my own business. I wouldn't know. All of a sudden, I would feel a chill up my spine. I'd think, right. what is that? Right. What is that sensation? Your that reptilian I, brain. Reptilian brain right? coming in. And then I would feel the grasp of my backpack. Someone immediately clenching my backpack, oh. and I would go, "Oh no, oh no!" And then I would feel just the weight of that person pull me down into the ground. And they would do this, slam into the ground by your backpack, slam me into the ground by my backpack. And then all of his friends would guffaw in my face, and it was like that. Thank you, Andrew, for that, by the way. And I was literally attacked. The water. You can kill it. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> Now we gotta let, let let Bruce finish the meal I there, know, I guess. Gee. Yeah. Wow. But that's Ooh. that happened multiple oh, man, times. I'm so a week. sorry. Yeah, and it was like and he would basically hunt me in the hallways. It was brutal. And this went on for a year and a half? Yeah. And and he he pushed me into a pile of poop at one point in time. What? Uh, in the hallway? No, there was a we had a field outside oh, oh. of our. So this carried on into phys ed, which you know, gym right. class, gym class, right? Where he and I had gym class together, where where, where bullying and brute strength were celebrated, and if not, you know, championed, right. By teachers often, the kids on this side, my side so, of the gym, so just all imagine, with muscular dodgeballs. Just imagine that it, it is a uh, it's a beautiful spring morning yeah. in coastal California. A little bit of fog, but still kind of warm. Yeah. And we are practicing our golf swings, which in gym class, in gym class, because it was hoity toity. So we're hitting <laughs> wiffle balls into hula hoops and pretending like we're golfing. Sure. And uh, we do the circuit around the track where all the hoops are set up. And we see that there's a big pile of poop, dog poop that oh. has been left there by one of the neighbors. Okay. And so we all go, ha ha. And then we keep walking. And then, and then what happened was on the second time around, as we get closer to this hoop, all of a sudden I hear coming up right behind me. Like one of the raptors chasing down the scene, right? Right out of nowhere. And he shoved me into the big old pile of poop. And I had to go change out of my gym clothes because I was covered in mess. I'm sorry that happened to you, buddy. I am sorry as well. And I'm more sorry that I can't name this person because I desperately want to. I desperately want to let the world know, but I don't think it really well, matters. I'm, 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 I respect and I'm proud that you didn't feel the need to doubt the guy. You, Thank you. you. Very much restrained. It. All right. The biggest, the biggest RV show in the world is coming to Seattle this week. It's, well, it's actually the biggest RV show in the Pacific Northwest. PNW, yeah. Which isn't saying that much about it, right? No, it's it's a big show. Yeah, dude. but I got, a, I got a theory about about RV shows. Oh, okay. okay. I got a strong theory about. I've got those. a friend who's got a, a shop. And he's got his, his wares on display at this show. I don't think it's actually about RVs. Oh, and I will tell you exactly what I think it's about when we get back right after this. Yes, my ongoing war with UPS deepens. The plot thickens, as I was told. <laughs> To put in my information, uh-huh. and I did so. So now I have to go to the UPS store, and I will now. I will never use this. I will never use. Oh, wait, 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 wait! It's their fault. You don't know your date of birth. I do know my date it's of birth. It's their fault. You don't know your mother's maiden name. I do know my mother's maiden name. I just they won't let me pass the security questions, <laughs> even though. 
I keep putting them in. They say, this is not Mantar Riggers. You weren't born on your birthday. We so, know better. The biggest RV show in the PNW returns to Seattle this weekend. Hey, you a fan of Winnebago's? Come on down to the RV show. They're not sponsoring anything, are they? Can I talk about the RV show? Uh, I would. Uh, Nate says no. <laughs> Thank they? you, Nate Connors. Wait, Nate. Look at that face. Nate. Oh, well, I, I know we're giving away tickets to the show. That's Ooh, great. That's great. Yeah. You know, that's Tickets are on sale now. If you go to SeattleRVShow.com, yeah. you get a $5 parking pass yeah. at the Mariner parking lot. So we're covered. Yeah. Have at them. The kid love the, uh, <laughs> love the old RV show. And I most certainly would never think about sharing my theory about the RV show. So I will share somebody else's theory that sure. I heard. So you're, people are saying. I have heard a theory <laughs> okay. from another person whose name is... Jack, who mm-hmm. oh, wait a little bit too cool on the on the nose. Jill, there's a good one. My Dak, mom, Dak Klein. My mom told me Your a mom theory says, okay. about RV shows because my mom says you can't come over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there are over 400 new RVs from 50 manufacturers? Okay, and 23 this dealers is what's on weird. This is what's RV weird shows. about this. Think about this for like two seconds. Uh, how many people actually need or have the money to buy a new RV? RVs are unbelievably expensive. Okay. Also, when you buy an RV, it's not like buying a 2006 Prius. You're not going to be turning it over in a couple of years, moving on to another one. Do you know what I'm saying? An RV is something, it's an investment that you make. We're talking mm-hmm. about potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, they can into, be palatial. Yeah. So here's my, here's somebody else's theory uh-huh. on RV. <laughs> Good catch. On, it's my mom's theory on RV shows. Okay. okay? Yeah. It's about money laundering. <gasps> Think about it. Think about it. For they two, come with laundry machines in these things? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, think about... To wash the money. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to think... Because your money gets dirty camping uh, with the dust. <laughs> sure, it makes sense. I'm just saying, think about this for like two seconds. Okay. I go and I purchase... A, hypothetically speaking, this is my mm-hmm. mom's theory. Uh-huh. I go and I purchase a huge recreational vehicle. Okay. I put no miles on it, and then mm-hmm. I turn it around, and I go, you know what? Actually, I don't want this. And I flip it, and I pay, when you launder money, I understand. You, you pay a tax yeah. in order to clean the money, right? Right, right. So if, the, if I buy it, and then all of a sudden I go, actually, you know what? I don't want this. And then I sell it back to a dealership at a loss of 20%. Uh-huh. That money is all clean. Think about it. No, my I hear friend. you. I hear you. You pay you pay a hundred k for an RV, right? Of, right. Of, of dirty money, right? And you sell it for eighty. You've got eighty clean. Coming exactly. Back. Exactly. And that's the cost of doing business. Sometimes think about this for like two seconds. You know, my, financing available on site <laughs> at the Seattle RV Show. My mom is a very event center. My mom is a very deep thinker about yeah. these kinds of things because she came to me one time and she said, "Why do people go to RV shows?" Is what she said to me. And then I she says because they they. How do I maintain the charade? <laughs> I can't do this. Jack, my boy. Think about says, just think about this for like two seconds. How many people do you know actually own RVs? I know quite a few actually. Right, and how long have they owned them for? Decades. Yeah, a lot of people have, but but people do turn their RVs over after a few years to get newer amenities. The used RV market's pretty rich around this part of the country. Sure, I would has. Other people have people said, have hazard to guess. people at hazard a guess <laughs> yeah. that RV shows is a very convenient way to clean 150K, 200K because it's an asset that you can pay for in cash and then you can okay. go and you can return it for I'll give you another example really quick. Friend of mine used to do this scheme with food stamps and what he would do. And I don't, I don't condone this behavior, but this sure, is what sure. he would do. I don't endorse it. I think this is wrong and illegal. What he would do is he would go to one 
supermarket, and he would buy the really expensive olive oil. Talking about the fifty dollars, yeah, imported, extra really virgin, expensive. Right. He would get the receipt, and then he would tear off the portion that said that it was bought with SNAP benefits, and then he would go to a similar uh, uh, market that right. that sold the exact same one. And he would say, I accidentally bought the wrong olive oil from my dad's restaurant business. Can I get a refund on this? And yeah. they would give it to him every time. Wow. That's how he would launder his food stamps. I don't recommend it, but that's what he did. Right. Who's to say that people don't do that with RVs? That's what my mom says. I didn't say it because that would be wrong. <laughs> do you think people do that with high-end cars as oh, well? Oh, yeah. Art, you yeah. name it. You really? name it. Oh, yeah. Man. I think that people do this thing where if you've got cash that you want off the books, what's the easiest way to do it? Big you purchase. Buy, you make a purchase and you sell it. Take the loss. Yeah. And then when the, when the IRS does come a-knocking, hey, how did you get that 80K or whatever it is? Oh, I got an RV. I sold an RV. Okay. Uh, right? That's yeah. the way that, that's my read of it. It would work if you All were right. the kind of person that would do that. It would work. Right. If yeah. you were that kind of person and you, my mom had that theory and I didn't have that theory. Hey, A plus everybody. Wyatt, what a wonderful job you did today. Doing such a great job. Andrew, always appreciate you. Nate Connors, thanks for the heads up on the old, uh, talking about the old RV show. Yeah, RV show this weekend at Lumenfield Event Center. <laughs> Laura A+. Spike, I'll give you a solid C+, for the whole week, buddy. I thought thanks, you did a pal. pretty good job. Thanks, I'm feeling good about this semester. A couple of flubs, but we got through it together. Here, my friends, is your quarter of the day. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? You, boy, what day is it? Why, it's election day, sir. <laughs> election day? Then I haven't missed it. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to see that, that epiphany. <laughs>